Mic check, mic check. Where the f is my check? You now tuned in to do rags and boat shoes. Let me go ahead and get this turned down. Sorry, I can't even loud as fuck. All right, all right. Let me turn this down. <laughs> My bad. Uh, what's going on, y'all? Welcome to episode 133 of Do Rags and Boat Shoes. Shout out to everybody who fucked with episode 132. Thank you so much. So we back. Make, hopefully y'all listened and learned something and read the articles and, you know, made it do what it damn did. All right. Ain't much been going on on my front, so we're going to get started on that good old Summer Jam screen, if that's A-OK with y'all. All right, let's see here. Uh, Mic check, mic check. Let me pull up my notes one time. Oh, here we go. All right, so a Harvard professor just stated that coconut oil is pure poison. Did y'all see this on the Business Insider? This was amazing to me. Um, Let's see here. This professor, uh, Karen Michaels, uh, she's the director of the Institute uh, for Prevention and Tumor Epidemiology at the University of Freiburg and a professor at the Harvard T.H. Chan School of Public Health. And the lecture is actually called Coconut Oil and Other Nutritional Errors. In uh, last year, the uh, American Heart Association, this kind of flew under the radar, uh, recommended that people avoid uh, saturated fatty acids found in coconut oil. Um, Let's see here. And they talk about it's like full of saturated fats. But uh, everybody named mama just be using coconut oil. People be putting it on their face. That's why people's faces be so damn tight, all that fat being sucked up in there. But um, yeah, saturated fatty acids. Um, you know, it's, it's, they said so. It, this professor even said that lard, goddamn Crisco, is actually better than coconut oil. And I'm like, oh my god, what are we out here doing in these streets? But the thing is, um, there's been some studies, um, like there's a study by the uh, American Journal uh, of Clinical Nutrition. You know, it stated that people who routinely consume cheese, whole milk, and other high-fat dairy products, um, you know, that are high in saturated fatty acids, are at no higher risk of dying from a heart attack, stroke, or other illness uh, than those who avoid such products. So it's still just kind of up in the air. And then there was a second study in this article in Business Insider uh, said they used data for about 135,000 people in 18 countries, and this was published in the lancet and it found that high fat and low carbohydrate consumption were associated with a 23 percent lower risk of death and um man regardless of uh, whether it was saturated or unsaturated fatty acids so that so it's just kind of up in the air you know um but everything i'm gonna tell y'all so i'm gonna keep it 100 
you can enjoy everything, but just in moderation. That's all I'm going to tell you. It's just like when somebody drinks too much or you drink just enough. You know what I'm saying? You, you knock back a glass of wine or a couple glasses. And you're like, oh, okay, I'm feeling good, feeling great, feeling fine. And you slip that third big-ass glass in there and the fourth one, the next thing you know, it then snuck up on you and you just sloppy-ass drunk. You know what I'm saying? So it's the same thing with these fats. But I just thought it was amazing because you just have so many people vouching for uh, coconut oil and cooking with that and eating with that, making your foods with that, as opposed to using like a butter or, you know, cooking oil or some lard or some shit like that. So, yeah, that's wild. And uh, the only time I fuck with coconuts is uh, actually I drink coconut water a lot. I try to replace my... uh, Gatorades with uh, coconut water because it's that it has those natural electrolytes in there like potassium and uh, shit like that. So let me know what y'all think about that because this is it's fascinating, but at the same time it's kind of boring. Uh, but it's one of those things where you're just like, oh, look at all the sheep, you know. And now the game is all fucked up. What are these coconut oil freaks going to do? Because you see it everywhere. There's everybody, some, everybody named Mama is hustling some kind of coconut oil product or some shit like that. So let's move on. That was a little bit boring. But anyways, um, man, let's talk about Asia Argentine, Argento, Argento. Uh, this was an actress that was one of the first to jump on that train of the Me Too movement, uh, you know, against Harvey Weinstein. And, uh, you know, what's crazy about this story is uh, she uh, sexually assaulted a 17-year-old who played her son in a movie back in 2004. He played her son in this uh, sexual misconduct, this sexual battery or assault happened at a hotel room uh, a couple years back or something. She just settled with this uh, young man for almost $400,000. So I guess she wanted to meet up with him. Then they went back to her hotel room. He thought shit was sweet. And she took advantage of him. And uh, she took a picture right after they did the do or some shit and posted it on her Instagram. And then I seen Rose McGowan was talking about she only noticed woman for less than a year or some shit like that. And then somebody found the old post from like four or five years ago of them at a red carpet event hugged up on each other. Hmm looking funny in the light but i don't bring uh light to this subject to be like oh women assault boys too so you're being a hypocrite and shit like that but it's one of those things where i i you know it's hard to feel bad for the young man but i they said it fucked with his head and shit like that um it's just we don't have sympathy for our young men out here we don't have empathy for our young men out here our young boys out here who you know we celebrate them for you know laying down with an older woman even though it is you know molestation or sexual assault sexual battery and uh you know we just got to change that thinking and i'm trying to change my thinking about it but i'm like you know but it the old me or the me right now is thinking like oh man he done knocked down some pussy and he got 400 racks you know (laughs) that's what i'm thinking but i shouldn't think like that i should think in terms of oh she was a predator and she preyed upon this young lamb of a boy but you know like i said before nobody gives a fuck about a weak boy or a weak man you know especially you know he was 17 age of consent in california was 18 and this was on his 17th birthday or something like that or it was about a, a few days after he turned 17 or some shit like that 
and it's just it's something I struggle with and I know everybody who's listening struggles with that shit when you see something like this happens you know like a teenage boy you know is uh fucking a teacher or something like that and then you're just like yeah, yeah I mean he's doing his thing but you know it you know a young boy can't handle you know laying down with a grown woman you know it's just something you can't handle like emotionally like you're not that mentally tough like physically i mean you could probably be there you know you got all the stamina in the world you then went through puberty and shit like that you got you know a couple of sprout a few hairs on your balls and shit like that and you're hanging lower but you know so it's there physically but mentally i mean shit you you still you know worried about you know goddamn dragon ball super you know what i'm saying you worry about dragon ball z and all this other shit in naruto and you know you worried about you know just goofy shit video games and Fortnite. you know that's what you're thinking and you know you can't handle that much pleasure and you got a grown woman doing everything up under the sun to you like god damn you know you fuck around and you, you sprung and now you're doing silly shit you know what i'm saying so it just fucks with you but to have this woman come out and uh you know be this me too champion and you know wag her finger at harvey weinstein but then go and do this prey upon a you know a teenage boy it's just like what's really going on in hollywood it just seems like it's just a cesspool going on in hollywood right now but you know read this article and let me know your thoughts about it um let me know what you're thinking about this because uh like I said, I'm just kind of, I'm I'm leaning on that line like, man, you, you got to snap the fuck up out that shit and go get some therapy. You know, use some of that 400 grand to, you know, seek therapy and then, you know, keep that other 200 racks and, you know, live and love your life. You know what I'm saying? And try to get back into the acting game because he's claiming that, you know, he can't act anymore and he was a musician on top of that. And so it's just fucking with him so much. And I just don't, I'm like, what the fuck did she do? Did she blow some cum bubbles in your butt or something? Like, what did she do to kind of have you flip out like that? But he, but reading those deposition statements and shit like that, I guess he said it was like a, a trust issue or something like that, that uh, she gained his trust and you know and she broke that trust and all this other shit and it's just like you know go talk to somebody about that um and then just move on with your life you know you have to take charge of your life and you know don't give anyone the power so i know you're struggling right now but seek help and uh don't just you know wallow in that 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 pain you know a lot of times we like to do that because that's all we know but don't wallow in that shit so let's go ahead and move the fuck on did y'all see this shit in the huffington post about uh this uh this goddamn uh uh health clinic um what's let me see this company's name it was in st louis uh it's called st louis mentality health center and uh so basically there was these black women who were applying for jobs down in missouri down in st louis and they got an email from mentality health talking about thank you for your interest in careers at mentality health unfortunately we do not consider candidates that have suggestive and i quote ghetto names we wish the best in your career search and that's what it said in the rejection letters now uh, about 20 women got these uh, emails and a couple of these women name was uh, hermesha robinson and dornisha zachary okay and so now mentality is under uh scrutiny and rightfully so and they're talking about that they're uh 
their server got hacked or something like that their system got hacked and uh, it's a disgruntled employee that's doing that so the police are investigating and shit like that and you know what's amazing to me uh you know when uh white folks start talking about ghetto names because you know this is somebody white doing this shit talking about ghetto names and shit like that and white folks are the kings and queens of names with so many goddamn vowels in them they use every damn vowel in the book they will name their son some shit like cairo but it'll be like k double a triple i r u u or some shit like that uh they'll name their kid uh like jace instead of jason you're like oh is that short for jason nope just j-a-y-c-e-e and you're like oh that's jc no it's jace or it'd be like j-a-a-c-double-e you know some shit like that uh jackson that's a name that they like to use a lot uh aiden i've seen a million aidens a-a-d-e-n a-y-d-double-e-n you know uh a-i-d-e-e-n-e you know it's and it's like are you talking about you know somebody named hermesha you know what i'm saying uh a a name like kyson you know c-a-i i s u n or k double a y s o n you just like get the fuck up up out of here and the girls ain't no better you know they'll have some a name like uh paisley would be like p a i s l e i i g h some shit like that or it'd be p a y s l e e i g h some bullshit like that or kaylee and it'll be like K-A-A-Y-L-Triple-E, some bullshit like that. Or Riley, the same, spelt the same way, R-Y-L-Triple-E with a tilde mark over the last E or some shit like that. It's like, get the fuck out of here talking about ghetto fucking names. Like, if you look up double E names, they'll have all kind of shit in there. Like McKenzie, it'll be... uh you know m-a-a-c-k-y-n-z-double-e or emily e-m-e-l-double-e or uh joan oh your name is joan that's cool you know you think it's uh j-o-a-n it's like no it's j-o-n-e-e like what the fuck is up with all these goddamn vowels you got in your fucking name hunty like help me out here or you can even go as far as a uh, uh, carly it'll be uh c-a-r-l-y-e-e or miley m-y-l-double-e it's like get the fuck out of here and then they start adding like it'll be like britney ann or uh uh mary jane ann and all this other bullshit like get the fuck out of here talking about a damn uh a fucking uh ghetto name what's even worse if you see some shit like amy and it's like a-y-m-double-e and you're like what are we doing here what the fuck are we doing here? You know what I'm saying? Uh, a Bailey, that's another one. It'd be like B-A-I-L-E-E-Y-Y. Or you take one of them E's out and put Y-Y. Or B-A-Y-L-E-E. You're like, get the fuck out of here. Or like, they'll even be named Bailey Jane Brittany or some shit like that. Don't talk to me about ghetto ass names. And then you'll have some shit they'll even fuck up a word a name like uh 
Helen, you know, and it's just be uh, H-E-L-E-E-N-E-E. You like, why the fuck you got so many E's? Let me borrow one so I can go on Wheel of Fortune. Like, get the fuck out of here. Oh, my God. Or uh, Kimberly, it'd be like K-Y-M-B-E-R-L-E-E. Okay, I can do this all fucking day. I really can. I really can. Oh, my goodness. My goodness. But it's just amazing to me that, you know, they have the nerve to talk about black names. And it's just like there are so many vowels in these white names. Like you look at that, like a name like Ashley. It's like A-S-H-L-E-E-I-G-H. And they might add an E on the end. You just like why why are you doing this there's not enough vowels left in the alphabet you have to stop borrowing vowels you just have to stop you got to pay for them from here on out you know what i'm saying it's 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 just amazing to me always be amazed it's always amazing to me when i hear uh white folks talk about black people and their ghetto names and you're just like oh well let's look at the names with all these damn double e's in them you know what I'm saying? And all these vowels. Like, you could literally just Google names that have double E and you'll just pull up a shitload of them. Just a shit ton of them. And I'm fucking tired of it. Let's see what else we got on that goddamn Summer Jam screen. I know I was ranting for a little bit. Oh my goodness. Oh man. So there was a white girl missing. Speaking of white folks, uh, named Molly Tibbetts. And this young lady uh, over in Iowa next door, so it was pretty much all over in Nebraska news, too. Um, she went missing for a while, uh, back in, was it July or some shit like that? And uh, they found her body, and then, then they found out who did it, who allegedly did it. And it is this, uh, this Hispanic cat uh, who's over here illegally. Um, and so the MAGA hat crowd, they dicks got rock hard, all two inches of it, you know, just thriving hard. And uh, once they found out that it was illegal, I mean, the White House even released a statement via uh, the Cheeto in chief. And, uh, you know, it's a very it's one of those things where you're like, oh, shit, this is going to be the new Willie Horton. This is this case is going to be with this guy, you know, who killed uh, Molly Tidbits. This is going to be the new Willie Horton. Uh, this this that is it. I'm, I'm calling it now. Iowa is a swing state, but that bitch going to swing red. I tell you that right now. And uh, what was crazy, you know, that story came out about him being here illegally. Then all of a sudden, one of his employers, former employer, said, no, no, he was here to work, you know, legally. And they gave the name and shit like that. But then they found out that those were fake documents. So he was actually here working under a false name. So the MAGA hat crowd was back at it, took a boner pill, and they back out here with the shits out in these streets. But here's the problem. You know, I, I see these MAGA hats, you know, these Klansmen, they, uh, and, l- and let me just put a disclaimer out here. Not all Trump supporters are uh, racist or bigots, but I will say this, racist and, and the bigotry that President, uh, the so-called President Trump has shown has not been a disqualifier for you, you MAGA hats. So it says a lot about you that you're willing to look past the racism and the bigotry 
to still support this man so i'm not calling you a racist but i'm just saying that racism is not a disqualifier when you're still out here you know busting your ass cheeks open for the cheeto in chief all right so that's my little disclaimer right there but with all these conclusions being jumped to saying that he's here illegally is he here legal and all this other shit and with the white house making a statement uh, the defense attorney has plenty of ammunition to work with because of the hostility of this MAGA hat crowd because it's saying that this man will not get a fair shake in any sort of trial. He cannot be judged by his peers because everyone is going to, you know, side with the president on this in the White House. So basically, you know, these MAGA hat folks have shot themselves in the foot. And what's amazing to me is the uh family of molly tibbs may this young lady rest in peace i didn't say that earlier uh her uh her family they're not on that maga hat shit they just want justice but they're not you know out here shitting on all people who are over here undocumented so that really got these fucking maga folks mad as shit and uh so now it's just like oh fuck well what the fuck can we do now because the family isn't pissed off at all these brown people who are here undocumented so now it's just like okay well we still can kind of use this scenario to push our agenda and try to get four more years of the cheeto in chief you see what i'm saying so like i said you're going to become the new willie horton if you don't know who willie horton is well you've been sleeping under a goddamn rock all right now if y'all remember um, Willie Horton was the guy up in Massachusetts. This was a black man who was uh, out on a furlough program, didn't return, uh, committed an armed robbery, and he committed rape. So uh, Michael Dukakis, I think that's his name, he was running, he was, a, he was the Democratic nominee who was the governor of Massachusetts at the time. He was running against uh, Herbert Walker Bush, the first Bush. Okay, and so they jumped on that al gore was actually uh i think al gore was the first one to bring it up when he was debating against uh, dukakis uh but he didn't bring up willie horton he brought up the furlough program and so uh the genius lee atwater he's a fucking genius i don't care what you say about him he's a fucking genius because he knows how to tap into that southern strategy which is still being used today um and there's a great clip on youtube of him explaining uh dog whistle politics and this has worked like a charm uh since you know since the reagan era or whatever and so lee atwater was herbert walker bush's uh campaign manager and they flipped it and made this whole um uh like this uh damn um campaign ad you know talking about dukakis you know is the governor of massachusetts and he let willie horton out and all this other shit and it tapped into that white fear of you know a, a rabid black man running loose you know robbing the white man and raping the white women and so that ultimately you know got herbert walker bush the uh presidency well that turned the tide and so that's why i'm saying this uh this uh, undocumented brown man is going to be the new willie horton and i guarantee you they're going to use ads and shit like that talking about you know is this what undocumented uh people are doing in our country you know running around here killing little white girls white women so you know it's one of those things where it's um 
it's like you can't put this all on undocumented people you know all of them ain't over here doing that shit but remember how the cheeto in chief started his campaign he was talking about you know people down in mexico are all you know killers and rapists and shit like that and we need to build that wall and he's still running around here holding rallies chanting build that wall so this does nothing but help his damn case that's pretty much all that it does um even with the family coming out and speaking out it's just like you know what the fuck do do you do now because there's once that happens once it's been some kind of non-white on white crime and the victim is a, a, a white woman especially i mean it's just you know america loves that shit they love it to death so we'll see what happens but in this in these midterms coming up but uh this is going to be uh, a very pivotal talking point and i want to see how the left spins it and i want to see how the right spins it but speaking of spinning i need a new dj in this motherfucker but anyways i'm gonna talk to my man hove i'm gonna get back on the ones and twos myself so hove talk to these people let them know what you gotta say don't be the next get tested on that summer jam screen i smoke rocks i smoke rocks all right thank you so much tyrone biggums for that lovely intro of selling hope like dope i need you to get up out the studio and head outside and grab that little five dollar bill that's up under the dough mat by the back dough fam thank you peace all right so moving on to selling hope like dope uh we gotta give it to spike lee he got this movie black Klansman. this kind that just came out doing well people love it shit like that but uh man the new york uh post just ran a story about spike lee uh taking two hundred thousand dollars from the new york police department that's the same man that gave us do the right thing you know we had radio raheem you know getting choked out and killed by police you know what i mean what's going on here spike so it looks like his uh his uh advertising firm spike ddb you know uh was given $219,000 uh, that was paid for by a police foundation. Uh, man, this is just tough seeing this because I was just like, oh, my man looking funny in the light. And you know these police uh, unions and foundations, they just, they move like the mob. They really do. And so it was revealed in their tax filings uh, from 2016 and 2017 that they broke this... Uh, broke this man off some paper like that and they ended up coming up with a police uh uh let me let me read the quote here give me just a second uh we received tremendous input and ideas and that process ultimately resulted in last spring's neighborhood policing ad campaign so i went and looked at the community policing ad uh campaign and it's pretty much uh just uh cops of color walking around in bodegas in a neighborhood talking about how they're uh solving crimes and how people shouldn't fear them okay this is this ain't groundbreaking or nothing like that like it's just like okay let me put some non-whites in here to show that people of color are on the police force and it ain't just the white cops out here patrolling the neighborhoods we actually patrol the neighborhoods that we live in yada 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 but if you know like i know 
my worst experience has been from cops that look like me. It's the same color because they're trying to prove to the white cops that they're just as worthy of wearing that badge and being hard on non-white, specifically, specifically black folks. Okay? And, and the NYPD is just so damn ruthless. I mean, every time you see some video on World Star or Twitter or some shit like that where the NYPD is talking cash shit to somebody and beefing with somebody over something so fucking little but this is happening all across the united states so i'm trying to figure out what did spikes uh spike lee's uh you know advertising company come up with you know what was so groundbreaking uh, they got broke off 220 racks for what putting black cops and uh, you know other non-white cops in a in a public service announcement. Just help me out here. Um, you know this man has been hooting and hollering at these Black Lives Matter rallies, and here you are getting a cut of that money from a police foundation that you've been so critical about. And this always reminds me of how uh, a lot of politicians talk about Capitol Hill and talking about how they argue back and forth with members on the other side of the aisle. Then after it's time to, you know, clock out, go home, you know, uh, time to leave, whatever the fuck they do. They all go sit around going to dinner and shooting the shit and talking shit to each other, and you know, back being friends. So things ain't always what they fucking seem. The most... Uh, radical of us you know could be taking handouts or working with the so-called establishment so spike lee's out here selling hope like damn dope selling it just by the kilos too god damn this portion of do rags and boat shoes has been brought to you by the letter l as in hey yo my guy my hands are full give me a hand here can you hold this l uh this l has to be held by who's ever managing uh you know kanye west and Nicki minaj um in light of these recent events you know kanye had the summer on smash with his maga hats and his slavery was a choice comments and he recently apologized for that you know um but it's what is the fuck is going on with some of these artists some of our biggest artists in hip-hop i mean you look at Nicki minaj these past few days she is beefing with a baby and a and a jenner kendall uh, kylie jenner that's the girl's name kylie jenner now Nicki minaj is mad because travis scott album sold more than her uh queen album and she's mad because she's talking about he's using deceitful tactics like merchandise like including merchandise with the cds and um you know kylie jenner said that she was going to be on tour with him and things like that and so she's tight about that that she was in the number two slot and i'm trying to figure out why are you so mad like why are you beefing with a child she came after his daughter just some real sick shit you know and she's just on uh her beats radio show just hooting and hollering and you know just talking in these crazy voices it's it's one of those things that makes me want to open up 
a common sense consulting firm you know I will gladly sit down with these artists and develop a plan for them and how to move in the media you see what I'm saying it's it's uh you know because it's sad to see people of this caliber you know show how insecure they are and how ignorant they are um it's, it's one of those things where I feel like social media has made our access to celebrities uh, just too convenient and it's pulled back uh, the Wizard of Oz curtain, you know? So you're just seeing these people for who they really are and you're like, God damn, you are slow. You're not that special. You're just like, oh, you just a uh, motherfucker that made it. Okay, all right, you, you got some breaks. Okay, all right, cool. And so with this common sense consulting firm like i said i sit down with artists i will sit down with their management and i will talk to them how they need to be spoken to uh with some like they got some goddamn sense or they need some goddamn sense it's one of those things where i feel like a lot of these artists have just yes men and women around them um you know if it was up to me you know, there would be a lot of songs that'd be scratched from, uh, you know, that Queen album and from Life of Pablo and from the Yeezus album. And it's one, it's, it's, it's tough seeing this. It's really tough because it's just cringeworthy. Like my skin crawls, you know, seeing all this shit and your girl, uh, Onika had the nerve to say that she was the 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 new harriet tubman i just don't know what is going on here i think she took a page out of kanye's book and she's just like oh if he said slavery was a choice well i'm the new harriet tubman let me hop on that slave wave and you know shit on the ancestors but let me tell you something when you shit on the ancestors that spirit that energy from the ancestors come back as you tenfold and it fucks your shit up it really does so you don't play with the ancestors like that that's just something that you do not do but if you would have paid you know my uh eleven thousand dollar consulting fee for one hour you would know that you would know not to offend you know our ancestors at all so i'm giving you some game for free right here uh but it's just sad to watch these individuals who are so high up on the hip-hop hierarchy currently to just kind of fall from grace like this it's just it's like watching with nikki's like watching a plane crash and then with kanye west it's like watching you know somebody uh lose their mind who needs some help it, you know it's, it's it's like watching uh your favorite athlete lose a step and it's just like oh you should have retired a couple seasons back you know it, it ain't fair you know that that drop step ain't there no more you know it, it, it just ain't there that swim move ain't working no more you know you can't get off the line of scrimmage like you used to you know you ain't in the end zone at all so if the management teams want to reach out to me you know how to reach me at do rags and boat shoes at gmail com or hit me up on twitter at any one of my ads either the podcast one or my personal one and i am here to help you out but until then these artist management teams y'all have to hold this l not the artists 
the management teams because y'all are not managing the talent at all. You win. Perfect. All right, so moving on to Not All Heroes Wear Capes. This is obvious. We got to give it to Serena Williams. As you know, uh, just a couple days ago, the uh, French Tennis Federation president, Bernard Giudicelli, Giudicelli, did an interview with Tennis Magazine. And he said the uh, French Open would uh, be introducing a dress code. He says, I think that sometimes we've gone too far. And he said that it will no longer be accepted. One must respect the game and the place. Talking about Serena Williams' outfit. Now, if you guys remember, she played in an all-black Nike uh, cat suit. It was, uh, you know, pants and you know, just a one, a one piece. That's what it was. And she wore the pants because it helped with circulation for blood clots. So, the uh, French president or whatever, French Federation president, whatever, whoever the fuck he is, he was basically just saying that, hey, uh, you can't do that. I want to see you in a white little skirt, you know, with your uh, playing in some panties and showing your crotch. That's what I want, really want to see. But what this was really about is uh you know just trying to shit on serena um they they the tennis and period any tournament she goes to um they drug test her heavy um they because they can't believe that she's this good and so i believe with all you know jokes aside about the short skirts and the you know the underwear the panties hanging out I believe this was a, this is going to be an attempt to try to slow her down because of the blood clots. You know, the pants helped, you know, keeping her blood flowing and things like that. So, you know, this is just another ploy to try to slow her down because they drug test her more than any other tennis player. Uh, she's just great. She's amazing. And uh, right now, I think she's doing the U.S. Open right now. But this is just another attempt to try to you know slander this black woman and i she she is a tough mofo she is tough because all of the shit that she goes through is uh is amazing to me because she loves the game so much and she keeps dominating and winning and these folks you know from the u.s you know to france all around the globe to the australian open you know they are pissed at her for being this colored woman specifically black woman dominating a traditionally white sport that's that's all that it boils down to that's what the fuck it boils down to and it's uh and shout out to nike for creating an ad that celebrates her you know um, they did a print ad and a video and uh, we just have to keep celebrating this woman. And I know brothers is mad. Some sisters are mad that he's, she's married to a white man and all this other shit. But, you know, Serena's a champion. She is uh, something that, that we have never seen before. You know, when you talk about just top athletes in the game, you know, she, she has to be right up there with the GOAT MJ. She has to be. 
because this is something we haven't seen before and it's scary it's scary I, you know i know these white folks sh you know shitting the brick you know seeing this black woman dominating this sport like that and even though she just had a baby she's still competing at a at a very very high level that's unfathomable you know they just they can't fathom it it's just like what the fuck are we seeing here you know, so this was just another attempt to slow her down. But going back to her marrying, uh, you know, a white spouse and things like that, Serena ain't running around here telling that all black folks uh, to, to marry white. She ain't running around here telling folks to do that. What works for her, it works specifically for her. You know, this, the, you know, their their marriage works and that's fine. You know, you know, if you're in an interracial relationship, you know, uh, I feel like a lot of black folks do that. They run around here and you know be you know be trying to tell folks like it's a uh you know like it's a goddamn new store or something like oh you need you need to try this you need to try this shit this shit is dope you need to try this you know it's it's just not for everybody you know what i'm saying it's one of those things where uh you know if it works for you hey it works for you that's that's just what it is um so i get tired of people kind of bringing that up and you know to just kind of show that they can't support her and all this other shit i fully support serena I, I fully support her this is one of the greatest athletes of our times and we have to keep celebrating this sister uh because she's the epitome of black girl magic all right so moving on to the last portion of the show health over wealth you know what i say without your health you cannot enjoy your wealth so we're sticking on the, sticking to the theme of African proverbs, and this is a Swahili proverb, and it says, "Love has to be shown by deeds, not words." All right, I'm gonna say that one more time: Love has to be shown by deeds, not words. All right, so all my fellas out there, you know, do what you say you're going to do. All right, and don't leave your lady hanging. Okay. And this goes for parents also. If you if you made a promise to your child, keep that promise, okay? You don't want them growing up with trust issues. You know, I am always, uh, we talk about love languages a lot, uh, me and the wife. Uh, my wife's, hers is, uh, what is it, touch or something like that? And mine is uh, uh, action. You know, I always do kind things for her, you know, and different things around the house and you know just being thoughtful like that but i need to be more vocal so for me it would be the reverse but you know i always try to be a man of my word I always try to uh do what i say i'm exactly what i'm going to do because i appreciate that when people do that for me and that's how my love language works so all my folks out there you know do as you please do it with ease and do it with love all right so this has been episode 133 of do rags and boat shoes nothing but love and respect for all y'all out there and please stay tuned for another little short you know g code section after this all right so don't touch that dial don't skip over it don't go to another episode just chill for a moment and get this work all right Welcome to the G Code. Alright, thank you so much, Tyrone Biggums, and shout out to myself for that lovely G Code intro. So I think this is G Code number seven, I think, if I'm not mistaken. So this one, um, this one is it might be a little ignorant, but 
is just uh, being down by law. And it says this G code lesson right here is in stone and concrete. Your man's beef is your beef. All right. Anybody got plex with your right hand man, they got plex with you. That's just how it is. No matter what. No matter what. I don't give a fuck who it is. If this is your right hand man, y'all been down by law for decades, for years, been down in and out. His beef is your beef. That's just what it is. You have to be loyal to a fault. That's just that's just what it is. You know, I'm loyal to a fault. Is it yours or mine? All right. Like Joe Budden says, case in point. You know, your man's is in the, uh, you know, in the club, wilding out a little bit. You know, he didn't have too much to drink. You know what I'm saying? And you maybe he bumped into somebody's like, you know, he didn't apologize for it. And the nigga's like, yo, you bumped into me. And your man's is like, man, fuck you. You know, he, he going off that brown hard. And he's just like, man, fuck you. Fuck you and everybody you came with. And then now it's just like, oh, shit. My right hand out here wilding. You know what I'm saying? You can't leave him on no man's land. You know, you can't leave him on that island by himself. I know he got on there that island by himself, but you know, you gotta be that that rescuing, you gotta be that that beacon of hope, that light shining on that boat coming to save your man. You know, you gotta come in there once shit gets tense and you gotta be in there throwing all kinds of haymakers. You know what I'm saying? Just just letting them ring out. That's that's just what it boils down to. <laughs> that is exactly what it boils down to because i say this uh that's just how us men you know bond we know that's the ultimate bond if your beef if my man got beef that's my beef now i'm beefing with you too you know what i'm saying i don't care what it is my man's is always right no matter what the fuck it is you know i'm clenching up my fists and i'm ready to throw some haymakers throw some uppercuts throw some overhand rights throw a left hook you know what i'm saying throw a couple of combinations kick some shins in kick some kneecaps in step on some toes and elbow some foreheads that's just what it is because i know at the end of the day my man's is riding with me too now if it's a situation where you always riding for your mans and then when she, when you got beef and he ain't he ain't riding there with you oh you just gonna have to see that man y'all gonna have to shoot the fair one you know and call it a goddamn day no i didn't have some folks like that back in my day who i would ride for and then when it was time for somebody to ride for me it's just like oh you ain't nowhere to be found it ain't no priority for you you know what I'm saying? That's just on some old street dusty nigga shit back in my days. But that's just one of those things where you learn and you just like, okay, so me and you gonna have to shoot the fair one. They don't wanna shoot the fair one. And it's like, okay, well, fuck you. I'm going about your business. You know, if I see you out in these streets, you're dead to me. Not meaning I'm gonna kill you, but I don't know you. You just a stranger. I don't know you from a can of paint now. I had a nigga run up on me at uh, Lowe's, who I used to fuck with years ago. You know, talking about, oh man, what's going on, AB? What's going on, bro? Da 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 da. I'm like, man. I can't call it where I know you from again. Oh, niggas like that, man. Yeah, you remember me, bro. Da 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 da. You know, we up here up do do off of Miami and you know da 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 Lake Street and all this. I'm just like, you know, I knew exactly who it was. I'm just like, oh, okay, yep, bro. I gotta get this. I gotta get this paint thinner and I gotta get on up out of here. All right, man. Be safe though. You know, that's just how you just have to move in those situations. Um, but like I said. 
and you really know who's who when shit hits the fan and you in one of them situations like i said your man's is drunk you know he a little tipsy he had too much to drink you know and that you know that liquor to mix with that testosterone you know what i'm saying and you just feel like you king of the world and don't fuck with me don't fuck up my little buzz and some shit like that and some some like yo you bumped into me nah fuck you da 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 and that's when you that's when it gets down to the nitty gritty and i'm gonna tell y'all something remember i told y'all how to throw a punch and don't be scared you know what I'm saying? Don't don't be scared because when you get in a fight, that adrenaline get the pumping and shit like that. You don't feel a damn thing in a fist fight, in a street fight. You don't feel shit. You know what I'm saying? You could get stabbed in your goddamn chest, you know, above your heart. You ain't gonna feel that shit until a little bit later. You like, oh shit, I got stabbed. You know what I'm saying? That adrenaline is just flowing through you, and that's what it's meant for your fight or flight mode. You know what I'm saying? To protect you and give you heightened speed and strength to get in and get out. So that's what it's all about But it just it's just like I said It's a bonding experience between men And ladies You know what I'm saying You have to know if your girlfriend is down for the cause too You know what I'm saying If there's a bitch out here in the streets talking reckless You know what I'm saying And your bestie, your BFF don't fuck with her You don't fuck with her either right? You gotta delete her off your Facebook, Snapchat All that shit, Instagram, all that shit you just got to be down by law because you just never know when you're in a dire situation where you're going to need your right hand man or your right hand woman to be there for you. You just never know when that situation is going to happen. And you just have to show your loyalty to that friend. Friendship is a beautiful thing. I got two best friends and I've been down by law with them niggas since goddamn for over 20 years now. And that's just how it is. Them niggas is like brothers to me. My mama call them her sons because that's just how we roll. Their beef is my beef, and that's just what it is. That's just how we move. You know what I'm saying? Even though we getting up there, we, we you know, in our early to mid-30s right now, you know what I'm saying? Niggas popping out kids and getting married and shit like that. I know if all three of us go out, I know them two got my got my left and got my right and it's the same thing with me you know i got the left or the right don't matter i'm in here throwing bowls throwing haymakers and letting them know what it is but you know it's just one of those things to let you know it's just easier to get through life knowing that you got a you got a dope ass right hand man or right hand woman with you and i'm lucky enough to have two of them to be by my side so that's just it that's it if you, your man's beef is your beef and anybody got plex with your right hand man, they got plex with you. Alright? That's just that's just what it is, you know. That's just a it's just a family thing. You know, it's like with family. Like you can argue and fight all day with your family, but soon as some outsider try to say some slick shit about your family, like you could be up there talking about your family like a goddamn dog. You could be just talking about your daddy ain't shit. Like, man, fuck this nigga, da 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 da. As soon as somebody else come in and like, yeah, man, fuck that nigga. Man, what the fuck you say about my daddy, nigga? You know what I'm saying? It's like that. That's how it is when you build that bond with somebody that you know has your back and you have their back. You know what I'm saying? Y'all can fight all day like cats and dogs, but ain't no outsider gonna infiltrate this thing of ours. That's what it breaks down to. But that's been this episode uh, or this lesson of the G code. And I said, I think this is G code number seven. So we're moving right along in this series. All right. So stay tuned for the next lesson. Peace. <laughs>